all we do is crush a lot. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese, Top 5, Killer Army, Episode 29. And when I was thinking about this show, I had to bring back someone who not only loves the Wu-Tang, but loves the Wu-Tang affiliates. So I had to bring back my man, Wise King. Wise King, how are you? Peace, peace, Cheese. What's going on, my brother? I'm doing good. Now, the difference is we're actually in the studio together now. In the studio. Usually we will do this over Skype, but now we're in the studio, so it's good to see you, brother, face-to-face. Likewise. It's good to have you. Um, For all of those listeners who are first-time listeners, thank you for checking us out. For those who've been listening to the show, thank you as always. Hopefully you left a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. If you want to be on the show, crush a lot, podcast at gmail.com. We have Wise King cultivating his own podcast, and we're going to put that out as soon as he's ready to launch that for all you combat fighting fans, all you boxing fans, all you UFC fans, all you uh, street fight in the corner fans. White <laughs> uh, King's going to have you covered with his uh, analysis and all that good stuff. But this is about Killer Army. Oh, now, yeah. for people who don't know, Killer Army is one of the sub-projects of Wu-Tang, um, one of the other affiliates, one of the outfits. But in at least in my opinion, the real top of the line affiliates mm. like for me they can hold themselves with wu-tang absolutely the, the main core ds9 yes um so and they, it's weird because a lot of them are from Staten island but they're mm. a, 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 a ohio-based group. right steubenville yeah so they 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 have a weird uh connection there but what is, has been your history with killer army or and what history do you know of them well killer army to me was very interesting because a lot of the members have affiliation with Deep Space Nine with the original Nine Born so for instance you have Nine Prince is Riz's brother you have uh, Killer Sin who's Power's brother you also have uh, there's also another family tie there also I think it's with Islord if I'm not mistaken is Lord's related to don't quote me on this one I think Shaheem or someone but in any event in the Method Man bloodline yeah there, there's there's a lot of family ties there so it kind of made me interested like you know let me see what these brothers got you know coming from great stock being the Wu-Tang Clan greatest hip-hop group of all time let's see what they produce as an offshoot yeah, and, and at this point, Wu-Tang has already had great affiliate under the Wu-Tang umbrella. You had Gravediggers. Oh. Releasing um, Six Feet Deep. Oh, um, off classic. Off the G record, and that's with Prince Paul, Rizza, Fuquan. Um, and poetic. And Poetic. That's one of the most underrated albums of all oh. time. Tell uh, me about at it. that point, you had the buzz of Sons of Man. And Killer Army, and to a certain extent, um, Shabazz is a disciple, and of course, uh, Capadonna mm-hmm. was all over the place at that point as well. And now you have a Wu Tang Records, a Wu Tang Record album. Here is the Killer Army, and it's produced by any Wu Tang fan who knows 
one of other our favorite one of our favorite producers in the Wu Tang elements because it was called the Wu Elements. It was a bunch of them, just mm-hmm. like Diddy had his hitmen. Right. Well, RZA had the elements because they knew they had all these other talents that they wanted to produce, but RZA couldn't produce for all of them. Right. So you had the Fourth Disciple, mm-hmm. and the Fourth Disciple is a beast oh, of yes. a producer, a master. Massive. So, what 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 are your thoughts of, of Fourth Disciple? Fourth Disciple's production, him and Long speaking about masters, true masters. Another one. Those two brothers took production to a level where RZA already had a recognizable sound. Like you heard RZA's sound, and you were like, "All right, this is this is a RZA beat." You know, it's unique in its own way. The strings, because RZA was one of the first to really implement strings, and you know, to capture emotion. And his beats, but when you started hearing some of Fourth Disciples' work, when you started hearing um, certain things from uh, True Master, like these beats that they were producing was a RZA level, prime RZA level, and uh, Fourth Disciple, like his beats were bananas, bananas. It fit them perfect because it seemed like they were all in tune with the same, um, the whole militant-minded. The whole, um, the whole killer army, the so army mentality. They, 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 they had the military militant. They had the conscious, high-level thinking sure man. Uh, a lot of five percent stuff. A lot of Islamic things. Um, they were really talking about a lot of things that we're going through right now. Indeed, you know, absolutely. silent weapons for quiet Quite wars. wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they use a lot of these tactics of military terms, spiritual terms, self-awakening kind of terms, and they turned it into this killer army. And killer army, for those who don't know, comprises of uh, Don Pacino, that's the PR terrorist, PR terrorist, one of the first Hispanics in the Wu-Tang uh, tree. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Beretta Nine, mm-hmm. Shogun Assassin, Is Lord, who's not featured a lot in the albums because he was in jail during yeah. that time. Um, you had Ninth Prince, who is his brother, who for me was the weakest of the MCs because he just marbled through most of his, <laughs> his rhymes. It's a unique style, not good for his solo projects, but as a group, it, it, it worked well. And you had at least the one that I listened to all the time. We talked about the before, Killer Sin. Killer Sin, for me, was the anchor of everything. And he wasn't mm-hmm. all over the albums, but when he was there, most likely those he are... He showed up. He showed up, <laughs> and it'll be the songs that we probably have in our top five because of mostly of him. On top of that, we cannot pull away from Fourth Disciple, who produced the first three albums specifically the first two albums were all him and and you have a wizard wizard beat here and there the third album which you can't find on itunes i'm pretty sure is a legal reason why um is a a handful of them is produced by uh by fourth disciple and some of them by some other cats that didn't really marinate anything the intro on that on fair love and war is just crazy oh absolutely crazy so and it's just he captured the militant mind sound and he put it, he incapacitated, he put it together for these brothers to just feel free to express themselves, to express the militant mind in a sound that would vividly depict what's on these brothers' minds. And I think the marriage of Fourth Disciple sound with these brothers' lyrics was just, it was something that built a whole different entity underneath the Wu-Tang umbrella, where it's like these brothers garnered a whole following of themselves and it's i think it strengthened wu-tang yeah because anything they were pulling out you had to hear like you had to hear 
Sons of Man. You had to hear Absolutely. Kappa. Mm-hmm. You had to hear Grave Diggers. You were excited about Shabazz, Shabazz, the disciple, when he had that the opening verse to Diary of a Madman. Oh, yeah. Who is this guy? I mean, he didn't follow up to anything, but I do think that even then, the, the side team were, were great. Killer Priest was also on the forefront there, and he has a legendary career. So Heavy Mental, I'm sorry. Heavy Mental. Heavy Mental is one of the greatest Wu-Tang albums of yeah. all time. I love that album. He has so now, many classics on Wu-Tang, it. they have all great affiliates. Uh, Wu Syndicate, not so mm-hmm. much. There's a bunch of them that never released albums, like, um, I don't know, the North Star Crew or Two on the Road. Or there's a bunch of outfits. I wanted to hear Holocaust. Holocaust, War Holocaust. Cloud. Yeah. War Cloud. You can get Holocaust. War Cloud stuff. And if you know what War Cloud stuff is and you know who Holocaust is, then you're probably a fan of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Because Holocaust was a Wu Tang affiliate MC that was very intriguing, but never released everything here in the States. But right. Overseas, he had another moniker called War Cloud, and he has released stuff there. Mm-hmm. So you should definitely check out War Cloud if you haven't, because that is pretty much Holocaust individual stuff but now that we lost most of the audience with how geeky <laughs> and nerdy we are with wu-tang let's get right into it top five killer army tracks of all time wise king what do you have number five at number five interesting we bring up the different outfits because this one is a collaboration between two of the most prolific under the wu-tang banner and this is wake up which was uh, Killer Army, Sons of Man collaboration. And you start with the sample. The sample is Lonely Man from The Incredible Hulk. The, uh, what was The TV uh, show. Yeah, The Incredible Hulk TV show. The Lonely Man sample. The dun, 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 dun. Then you hear the drums start to pick up behind the sample and then forget it. Now, one thing that I gotta disagree with you, my big brother Cheese. I love Ninth Prince. I love Ninth Prince. <laughs> I love that I, brother. I, I love Ninth Prince. The, I, I, I think he's hit or miss for me. Right, right. No, I think he brings so much energy, and I like unorthodox styles. I like styles that are very yeah, unorthodox. Too. I mean, my favorite Wu Tang person is, is RZA. And he's very unorthodox. Mine too. Mine too. <laughs> and and I think that also plays in why I like Night Prince too. Sure, because sure, he yeah, comes from yeah, the RZA. Yeah. I can only take one mumbling rapper and I'm okay <laughs> with RZA. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I, I love Night Prince. And he sets it off crazy on that song. And he just set the, the tone. Like when you see the video, they're dipped in the camouflage. They're walking through the wilderness. It just looked like they were ready for war. And this was like letting you know the army is here. We here, you know, um, and it was the population click coming together. This was a, a milestone record for who it was a, a RZA produced track. It's the lead single of the, the first album. Of the first Silent. album. Uh, Silent Weaponry for Quiet Wars. Yes. And, you know, that was just the great, greatest way, the greatest track to just, like, display the militant mind is giving you a vivid depiction of it through the illustration with the fatigues, the wilderness. And it was just, it was a dope, dope video, dope song. The sample was beautiful. They flipped something that was supposed to be sad into something full of energy. 
and those drums behind it is it, just it was a perfect record they laid the foundation for what that sound was gonna be mm-hmm. and if you had any doubt that well it's not a wu-tang real it's not wu-tang but they that single established them as like no we're we're very capable of producing this type of music that will be a compliment to the ds9 crew right yes and that's and that's very 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 important I agree with you. Wake up, and then you have Sons of Man there too. So let's not oh, yeah. forget them oh, because yeah. that also introduced them. Because both of them were coming out around the same time, and uh, Fourth Disciple was also had his hand all over Sons of Man as well. And that's a whole different list. Trust me. My man, Hellraiser said, "Met to intruder from the tribe of Judah. Devil disappeared like they've been through the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. Oh my goodness, what? So that's a great." <laughs> Great number five. That beat right there alone will make Lou Ferrigno turn green and break out of his jeans. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, and you might be disappointed, but I didn't even have that in my top five. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know, it's hard. And I, and if people had that number one, I, I hear you. Oh, you know, yeah, because absolutely. the beat is sensational. Absolutely. I just love so many other Killer Army songs that I had to cut something. Um, so I'm gonna go weirdly to their last album the their third one which is fear love and war the one that didn't maybe resonate that well with everyone um i think it came out a little later and they're at the height of their popularity wu-tang was going down a little bit um just a little bit you haters um, <laughs> and and they didn't get the marketing around and it's really f- hard to find but uh street monopoly for me mm. um is my number five it goes back to what they always have been talking about just the war on the street mm-hmm. and how uh, people we have wars outside of here but there's mm-hmm. war in the streets every day uh, the track is you know a fourth disciple track so it's a, it has these interesting uh, sh- um, guitar um, string kind of elements to it but it's like this rush like they're, they're like you can tell like they're running from something mm-hmm. um, and and this just this intensity of like we're going to war for our, for our block they weren't like mm-hmm. they weren't be like yeah let's have a handshake nah you better run mm-hmm. um, and Ninth Prince was definitely featured heavily mm-hmm. on that one uh, as well for, for me Street uh, Monopoly uh, is my number five where are you number four number four number four is a song that is very special to me I love this song because I was going through a period of trying to seek knowledge itself at that time. So when I heard the song at number four, Allah Sees Everything, off the Dirty Weaponry album, which to me is the crown jewel. I think that second album. Out of all three. Out of all three, that one. one right there is the crown jewel. That one is a very dear album to me. But, you know, the history behind me and that record in particular was because Allah Sees Everything, there was a, a line from PR Terrorist, which... Terrorist, I think, is uh, is, is, is very hard to say who's probably the nicest in Killer Army, but Terrorist got to rank up there, you know? Yeah. So, Terrorist said, uh, he said something like, don't deal, re- uh, don't deal with religion. It deals with division. Allah is all. And I was like, that's it. That resonated. That, that you know, around this time, this is when I started studying, you know, starting to become a five percenter in the sense of studying the lessons studying mathematics studying supreme alphabet so a lot of the jargon that was 
spoken about, I started to pick up. I was like, okay, I know what he's talking about. I, I understand this. And that line in particular, you know, um, religion deals with division, the law is all. Like, that is a very heavy, very powerful line in itself because religion comes from the Greek word religio, which means to divide, suppress, and hold back. And when you look at religion today, it's what it does, you know. Um, you can have an instant bias from a Christian coming across a Muslim or a Jew and a Muslim or, you know, it was, there's so much division when it comes to, uh, there's already a barrier when it comes to religion, but when PR the terrorist said Allah sees everything and Allah is all, the root word in Allah is all, you yeah. know, A-L-L. So all things he was speaking about the equality the balance of everything in life everything in life is one we're all connected so i thought i thought that was a very powerful line and that along with the production the production is crazy is lord coming off on you know what's today's mathematics son you can't quote you get your throat chopped with the sword i possess in my arm couple down i need to bomb cause explosions yo oh my goodness that like the, but the beat is tremendous you have some great horns mm -hmm. with and then it's, it, it mellows out to really emphasize or, or at least give space for what these uh the mcs were trying to say because great it, was, point. it was one of the more um it's it's still hard-hitting but one of the most intimate where you get to see the core of why they do what they do and how they think and how they walk in life how they see life and how they interact with the universe and why they have the style the way they do and you know we could talk about religion and hip-hop and all, all day and 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 the, you know the divisiveness between it but even if you're just a christian nothing's more segregated than sunday church mm. you know so even then <laughs> as someone who's a practicing christian a struggling christian as i like to say you know if you're in an all-white church and you're a black Christian, shouldn't you be welcomed in there? Absolutely. So even then, there's a lot of contradiction. Um, so that's a great pick. That's definitely one of my favorites. Once again, not on my list, but it could have easily be. And I, and I had struggled with that one because that song, for all the reasons you said, is important. Um, I, don't, I don't go on that line of thinking in terms of my life, but in terms of just challenging the way people think and new information on how other people think, yes. which is just as important. But I'm going to go into uh, the follow-up to that album uh, mm -hmm. in terms of, we'll stay with that album, because my number four is tracked right afterwards, or right before it. I think it's right afterwards. That's five stages of consciousness. <laughs> uh, Talk about struggling to put something into that five. Yes. Yes. Five. Five so, stages. Go ahead, my brother. Five stages of oh, consciousness is, is similar to what we just talked about in terms of like this is, and they're back to back in terms of the mm -hmm. play order. Um, this is more of the same of like really being aware of all the levels of consciousness that people have mm. in the in the world. There's so many. The ones that you know, you know the you know seeing with your eyes and stuff but there's also seeing with the eyes that you have inside you absolutely right and being aware of all your level of consciousness and how they some of them struggle with each other some of them contradict each other um and that's very noticeable with every everything we do every day so for me lyrically that song hit everything in a way as a young person uh, it, this came out in 1997 1996 i was still 16 17 Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this what this is deep stuff for me at that age. And then you add once again, fourth disciple lays down these tracks 
that doesn't overtake what the poets and the artists are doing. It just highlights it. It's, it's just a canvas, which is different than music. This these days, you want to get the hot producer, but you can oh, who produced that? Oh, Metro Booming. It's a Metro Booming song, but you're not talking about the artist on the song, right. and that's a big problem for me. And I think producers who want that shine should not be producing. Mm -hmm. You need to highlight what these artists are trying to say and convey and I think that's what makes the fourth disciple and the killer army especially five fish and consciousness is you can't get that right now and no one's doing music like that no. so for me that's my number four where are you with number three number three hmm now sticking with dirty weaponry which is again my my crown jewel I gotta go with the intro the first song, Galactics. Now, the introduction is one of, it, I rank this in my top five intros to an album because you have the skit where they sample, they sample a movie and it's a, it's a man. And uh, can't paraphrase it word for word, but in a sense, he's saying, my father was a very eccentric man. He used to talk about how war is necessary. And yeah, I never understood why, especially when we lived in the most beautiful and peaceful place in the planet Earth. And then next thing you know, boom, boom. But then the beginning, just that intro is so heavy, so deep. You know, you understand? Like it, I, it laid the foundation for the rest of that album. For the always, rest of the that, album, that whole album is double meaning, triple meaning, quadruple meaning. Yes, and 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 times it by two because you're talking about we're in this peaceful world. Why do we need to have blood and and deaths and murder to keep that? To keep that, it's that that contradiction, that beautiful balance of life. You know, where it's just like um, speaking of outfits. Of the Wu Tang, uh, Sons of Man gave you that. Sons of Man told you there's no peace without war, there's no love without hate. You know, so these are balancing elements in life, and that intro was so deep. So then when it goes straight into that track, you know, um, Galactics, that beat is just insane. It, it, has, just... it has this weird distortion where you feel like I feel like. Galactus, the Marvel character, is behind the scene mumbling something, but you don't know what it is. Like you could, I could tell. Like if Galactus did sound like something, that's how he this would sound. Like boom, you know Galactus what? is coming through with this playing in the background. Yeah, like, like you know it's coming. You don't know what he's saying. It's in the beat, and you understand what I'm saying. That yeah. little, mm, like, like you hear someone trying to talk to you, but it's not. Yeah, yeah like what was that? It's like someone saying something, and they distorted it and put it in a way where you think someone's saying something. But it's a part of the beat, but I swear it's someone saying something. And that's a part of that level of consciousness that people overlook. It's like, it's supposed to be that way because it fits with the album. It's like, there's a double meaning. You don't right, know what it is, but right. you know something's there. You don't, you, so you're going to hear it more. And that's how we are in real life. I'd be like, I don't know why I stopped at that corner. I never do. Right. Something told me to. I don't mm. know why, right. I have, but I'm glad I did. Right. But, you know, and that's why I failed, like that little noise. That little noise sponsored so much thought in terms right. of how I felt. And that's the beauty of that song. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I agree. And, you know, PR Terrorist, from the beginning, he knows he has something beautiful. 
they, he knows Killer Army's giving you something great. So he's like, you know what? This LP's a banger. He tells you from the beginning. And I feel like it. that's like one of their last songs that they make. Mm. Because he, they were, at that point, that song came in with such confidence. They were so solid. Like, this the special album. I feel like that song was recorded at the end. I'm going to mm. go right to my number three, though. Mm-hmm. It's going to go uh, to the first album. And the first album has uh, so much gems and more well-known gems because they were just, you could tell the budget was different. And they were really trying to get Killer Army out there. So they did a bunch of singles that are popular within, popular in terms of hardcore um, hip-hop lovers. But I had to go with one of the more lighter songs in the first album, um, Fair Love and War. Mm. Now, Fair Love and War came after Wake Up. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it, it, it's... Mostly got love it because of Killer Sin. Oh, Killer Sin verse is 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 one of my favorite verses in the whole entire Wu Tang catalog, and that's saying a lot mm. because there's so many wonderful wordplay that you gave from Ghost alone. You could get a bunch, but for me, it, it's really really high up there. If I want to really force myself, it's top ten uh, out of the main. Even with the main, it's like oh yeah, and um, the beat is so. It's a more downplayed beat. Um, so fourth, fourth disciple went in a direction where this is them having a campfire. Mm. The war has died down. They had a moment to breathe, mm. and they're reflecting about these atrocities that just happened. Why they need to do it because. You know, they're supporting their family, their land, their pride, whatever it is. And they need to have this moment to reflect, to go back into it. To go back, yes. And Mm. that's why, you know, the name of the song is Fair Love and War. Like, you need to have that moment. It's fair. It's fair we're Mm. having war. But we need... The reason why I'm doing this is because I love these other things that I need to protect. And mm. that sponsors the war. Mm. It's amazing how much love sponsors war. Right. And that song is about that. Um, lyrically, they're not always conveying that in that song because they just go in and spit. But that's the theme because there is a skit with a nice a horn. And the horns are very thoughtful in terms of these are horns that you will hear during wartime. Mm. These are the horns that when the when their bombers are coming, they will play a, a horn. Or back in the days when the soldiers were resting and there was they weren't near war, they would have a old school monograph kind of vinyl kind of thing, and you know they crank it and they'll play like a music kind of. You know, if you've seen Save a Private Ryan, you've seen the scenes like that mm-hmm. where someone is cranking the music while the, the soldiers are resting and it's there to like kind of count. That's what this song is. Mm-hmm. That's what those horns were. And you'll get a lot of that kind of empathy and sympathy kind of underlaying under that. Like, yeah, this is what we have to do it. But here's this, here's this horn. And then you know it's time to relax your mind to get back in there. And that's why it's not high in my list. Number three, nice. Fair Love and War, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Where are you with your number two? Number two. With number two, I'm going with a song that's on their third album, uh, Fair Love and War. And I got to go with Day One. Day One to me, coming with, first of all, the samples. The samples sounds epic. You know, it's a Mario... Uh, Forget, forget his name, Mario. Escapes me at the moment. Mario something. It's it's a 
Very old record. Not Mario Brothers. Not Mario Brothers. Okay, no, okay. no. Sure. <laughs> no Mario Luigi appearance. But on this one, these two brothers, though, take you to their bond that started from childhood. And that childhood bond is expressed so thoroughly, so deeply, you know, um, talking about the incarceration stints and how, you know, holding one another down, having each other in mind. You know, even in the hook, the hook reflects it. You know, they're in the chorus, you hear, um, I'm the gun, you the holster, I'm the trigger, you the finger, you know, um, I'm the guard, I'm the guard, you the Bible, I'm the champ, you the title, like, you know, you my day one, which is another, goes to a point that you brought up earlier, how Wu-Tang was saying things that was so ahead of his time, you know, these brothers were calling each other day one as a best friend. Back in 2001 when the album came out, 2001, 2002. Now that's a popular saying nowadays, some 15 years later. You you understand? So the guards were already ahead of time. You know, they wrote that history in advance. So they were already displaying that. And, you know, just that bond, you know, you can see that there is some true camaraderie between uh, PR Terrorists and Ninth Prince. And it's just on full display on that track. Beautiful sample. You know, the beat is just epic, and it just coincides beautifully with the storytelling. So I got to go with that as my number That's two. That's a great pick. I think also with that, the word I think you want to use is brotherhood, mm-hmm. which was Killer Army underlying, once again, double, triple meaning. They were a brotherhood going through this war, and you needed to be a day one type of person to go through this. Mm-hmm. And this is also a good album to really think about mental depression, mental issues that people have, schizophrenia, bipolar, post-traumatic stress, because they talk about that stuff too. Mm-hmm. The the effects of war, like some people prefer to die in the war because afterwards it's, they can't live in that balance outside, they can't function, right? So a song like that is day one, and the, and the themes throughout, it's really good for someone that struggles in that department. We all do in, in certain we all have anxieties and things like that, um, and there's no shame of that. Mm-hmm. But there, but we do want to equip people, and a song like that is like, "I got you, brother." Right. And 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 I know the world you live in. We need to learn how to navigate it together, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that makes them very special. Um, and it's something that not even the original nine do as well, especially mm-hmm. when they started getting money individually. Right. They kind of fell off the path, and it's no surprise that so did their status. Absolutely. Right? So, and that's probably also what led to Dirty Dying as well. And we'll mm-hmm. get into that uh, later. That's a great pick number two, uh, day one. My number two, I got to go to the, the street single that changed this for me. Uh, Wake Up was like the main single. Wu Renegade was the street single. Now, okay. Wu Renegade is, is mostly because of that beat. Oh, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. And if you're hearing the show now, then you're hearing it in the back backdrop. That beat by Fourth Disciple with like this out of sequence, out of off kilter. That, yeah, if you hear the fire, if you hear that truck, you know, we just talking fire right now. So they're coming to cool us all. That's all it is. So let it, let it roll. Don't worry about it. Uh, so it <laughs> really is for me that beat. The beat is so special. It's it's aggressive, intense, and grimy. Melodic. Melodic at the same time. It's not even sequenced in a way that makes any type of sense. It's a sequence like off kilter, like 
you're running. You're not even running straight. You're running between cover and cover to wherever mm. you need to go. And that's what that song made me feel like. Like I'm going into <laughs> your ter- I'm going into your territory. But I know I got to take cover when I'm you know, I ain't getting shot. And it just felt like this frantic, hectic kind of frenetic energy that they were doing. And But they were like, yeah, we're going to get you. Mm-hmm. And, and bars after bars after bars after bars after bars after non-stop. bars. Non-stop. 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 So that was more the one where it's not conscious. It's it's not as intimate as some of the other songs. This was like, I'm a puncher in the mouth music, which is what yes. Wu-Tang is missing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we are the baddest MCs. We will out. That's what they're missing. That's what that last album didn't do. It was too cute, too finesse. Yep. It wasn't the punch in the face that the rest of the Wu wanted. So hopefully if Ghost does produce... Uh, executive produce the next one we get that punch oh, in your yeah, face music absolutely. but that's what that's what that was They're like no we're go- we could do all this stuff but let let us remind you right don't don't test us and that's what that song does and it's it, it gets me ha- I'm right I want to fight right now <laughs> don't, I don't want to fight you no, you're my day one but no, no. absolutely right, number one where are you number one number one is a very unique track in the sense that it doesn't appear in any of the three albums that they had. I already know what this. <laughs> but this song measures up to any project that they've ever put together. This appears on one of Riz's genius productions called The Swarm, and it's called Justice for All. Justice for And now it's The Killer Bees, which is. The Killer B album. Killer mm-hmm. B album is all the affiliates on. Is a compilation. Like, by the way, we have all these people, and we're gonna put these projects out eventually. But here's a little teaser, like a yeah, mixtape. Yeah, take 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 a piece of this right here. You know, save on this, and we're gonna come back at you. We're gonna swarm you. We're gonna we're gonna because, like you said, this is just all of our affiliates just getting some shine right now. And you get you get um GP Wu, you get. Shaheem, you get Capadonna, you even get Ghosts appearing on there. Cobra Clutch. Oh, Cobra Clutch is is that that just holds a legacy of its own. But when Killer Army, that one that beat starts. First of all, as we mentioned earlier, we both share this in common. RZA is our favorite Wu Tang member. You know, RZA is the nucleus. RZA brought the whole vision together. RZA kept it together. And he kept the quality there as well. Yes. They, didn't, they didn't release trash. Not even the affiliates, the early ones. They, none of it was trash. Nothing, nothing. So for RZA, RZA who at that time was at still at the peak of his production prime. Like this guy, everything that RZA was touching was just gold. Midas touch. And... For my favorite member to be on a track with my favorite outfit or my favorite branch from the tree of Wu-Tang, for that, that collaboration, just that alone made it a special track for me. And then, oh, not to mention that there's there's this, there's a guy named Method Man that's on that track too that kills it. Never heard of him. Kills it. Never heard of him. <laughs> well, that song was a great way to start. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I think just a tad. But... RZA comes in, my scalpel, razor scalpel, sharp technique, the way he's just, I smoked the honey dip blunts, cherry bomb, very calm, the way he just attacks that track is just, I mean, RZA said, you know what, 
I got to jump on the track with these young brothers. These young brothers, I, I not only got to produce this, I got to jump on it because I, these I gotta young brothers I coming. got a co-sign, co-sign it. or like wrestling term. is like, like it's like The Undertaker. We didn't want The Undertaker to lose. At least I didn't. Before. I'm going wrestling. I'm sorry. Undertaker had we're to lose, but, too. but he had to put the younger guys over because they believed in him. Like, right. yo, no, he's the future. I got to lay down for this guy. Right, I got to right. put him over. If I put that's him over, was doing. that's it. He, the, the path is already laid. And Rizzo was doing that, as you said, in a sense for uh, Killer Army. Like, these brothers, Killer Army, it's just it's a special track for me. They all ate it. Everybody on that track ate it. And I mean, when you're... Thinking more about other people's verses as opposed to Method Man at that time, that speaks volumes. Because Method Man, everything Method Man was touching was was just uh, pure, pure genius. But on this track in particular, you know, you got Wu-Tang Killer Army together. You know, RZA with the production, Killer Army on the track. I mean, it was just a feel, very special I track. I feel like the killer, like killer Army at that point... I want to compare it like Wu Tang is the ma- like the baseball major league, and Killer Army was the triple triple A team that was like, "Oh, you want to sleep on us? All right. We'll play you and we'll beat you and on the we'll field." Be- <laughs> and that's what that song was like. Yeah. You could tell they were in the booth, like, "Hi, right, yeah, all right, we're yeah, gonna take we're this." Coming. You gave Riz- us opportunity. But Riz- always loved those competition. Like, yo, whoever wins that. That whoever has a better bar gets on the track. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how they did it, and yep. it created this like pushing each other. And in right. that thing, in that in that song, Justice for All, that's what you got. It's like I, Method, I, and you just felt the level of lyricism intensified more and more with each person that got on it, and it's it felt like everybody was out out to outdo the next person, but it's all love. It was all brotherhood. But it was just this level of competition, this level of uh, camaraderie. But at the same time, these two, bro- these, these brothers, you know, this group, Killer Army, RZA, Method Man, say no more. I, I, I can't go with anything more that's than a, that. That's a dope team right there. I'm going to go with my number one. Mm-hmm. And it's my number one because my favorite beat from the entire, anything that they touched. Okay. It's a quick song, though. And I like that it's quick. I, it's the first time I heard it, I was like, wait, it's over? <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. It's called The Shootout. Mm. Um, the Shootout is on the second album, uh, Dirty Weaponry. Um, and it's this beat where it's like, dun, 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 dun. DJ Scratch. <laughs> I love this, uh, the scratching of... And it's like, it just kept that pace. It was this high energy oh, pace, like something's oh, coming. And here they come with darts after darts, mini darts. Like, boom. Couple of bars, boom, next one. Couple of bars, next one. And in between every bar, there's a, a, a DJ Scratch that reset the song back to the beginning. And it was just like this constant barrage is two and a half minutes of a verbal assault and the beat was just like letting you know boom boom next boom boom next yeah. boom boom next boom boom next boom boom next you're done what's next and it's in the heart of the album mm-hmm. so it's like it's even then is that album is so like um high level thinking here's this one song that reminded you yeah we some spiritual folks yeah we got some higher level of thinking don't get get it twisted we're gonna come after you the video had landmines going off and people not making it there's people yeah. that are not making it you know they're yeah. in live war 
You know, RZA makes the cameo also. So it's like that's a RZA beat. Mm-hmm. Yep, RZA that's makes a... the cameo on the video. RZA production, and it's just such a simple beat. Oh. You know that's that. What I really love about that song is the DJ scratch because mm-hmm. they don't use it a lot at that point. I haven't heard it in a while. And here's a song with this organ type sounding dusty. You can tell it was distorted a little bit with this. And I, it's like, it's just like this, this is. Something this so is, simple, but yet so genius. And it, and it resonated so well. And and for me, that had to be my, my number one. I There was no way that it couldn't be. And the way I make my list, I look at how many times I played a song. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been an Apple user for a long time. And I just look at how many times I listen to the song. I'm like, it's it, 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 it won by leaps and bounds because it gets me so hyped. Right, it right. gets me like so like ready to go. Right. Um, I don't go to the gym, but if I did, it would be that. that that's the theme song. That's the theme song. <laughs> so number one, uh, shoot, uh, shoot out. If you haven't listened to Killer Army, um, do yourself a favor. If you have Spotify, if you have Apple Music or whatever, wherever you listen to music, it's easy to get it. But you could get the first two albums. Don't get discouraged by the pixelated covers now that didn't translate very well to mm. the modern age. Don't go into that catalog. If you like Conway, if you like West Side Gun, if you like any of that kind of style, uh, Rock Marciano, if you like any of those kind of MCs, this, this, this is that. This is where you should be listening to. This is like for me. That's the best I could do with modern day hip hop that I can compare it. But these guys, I think, are better than what I just said. Because they're they're hitting you with all types of levels, yes, mental, that's right. uh, very high functioning stuff. So if you're into that, the streets, consciousness, East warfare, Coast, right, grimy stuff, and you're not afraid of that stuff, and you want to listen to deep thinking stuff in an urban warfare, urban spiritual kind of place, then these guys are for you. And the production by Fourth Disciple is 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 amazing. Genius. And and if you don't know who he is. Do your education and and do this. If you're an old school listener, then you know the show is for you. This is what we do. If you're a new school listener, we're not knocking what you listen to. We, that, this is your time. Make a statement with your music. At the same time, do your education. Right. Go back to the path and listen to what these cats were doing. Let it influence you or or, or don't. But but if you're going to be a part of this craft, you got to know your history. Gotta know your you got to know your history. You don't have to acknowledge just old school folks. That's cool. But we want you. We want you to do good. We're gonna. We want to give you money. We want to go to your shows. We want to listen. But we want to make sure that you're resonating and sending messages that we can send our seeds. Saying, yo, you should listen to this. That's a lot right. of you aren't doing that. So shout out to, to those who are doing that. People like Locksmith. People like Sunblaze. People like Westside Gun. I'm excited about them. Like he reminds me of an early Ghostface. Mm. Like Ghostface when he first started wasn't the best MC. But he turned out to be one. He paid his dues. Same thing with Conway. Same thing with Mayhem. Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Yep. There's so many out there that you can listen to right now. There's other some. If you're not into that kind of thuggery mm-hmm. or vulgarity, there's some really good conscious rappers. Shogaraka. You know anybody who listens to me knows that's that's my dude. That's the one that I think everyone should listen to if you're interested into um, spiritual stuff, but also like high-level social justice stuff with wordplay that's, for me, better than Kendrick, better than J. Cole. If you like Kendrick and you like J. Cole, you're going to listen to Show Baraka and be like, yeah, he just destroyed that. 
you know, because he speaks a lot more Christian, you know, you don't he don't get that love. But people should definitely listen to it. And if mm. you think I know what I'm talking about, then you know I know what I'm talking about. He won my album of the year last year because it was mm. it was amazing. So that's for you people out there. Now, if you want to come on the show because you think we're hacks and you just want to say that, that's fine. You're welcome <laughs> to come and say, but come with your come with your facts. Yeah. If you can come up with a group right now that's better than Killer Army, come on the show. If you disagree with our list because you thought another song or or should be in wherever, come on the show. Crush a lot podcast gmail.com or you can hit us up on our social media. Crush a lot podcast on Twitter. Um, Crush a lot cheese on um, on Twitter. Sorry, Instagram is Crush a lot podcast. I'm very open to stuff. Leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us get to more people who might like this content. Now, if you don't like what you're hearing, let us know. Give us feedback. If you think the audio sucks, let us know. Come on the show. Let us know. Send us an email. We appreciate it. Um, as always, thank you for listening. When you're out there, be gracious to people. Say hello to people. Give up your seats to the elderly, to the young. Don't just put your head down and ignore like you never saw them. Have some courtesy. We're in this together. Absolutely. Um, and that's the most important thing. So, once again, thanks, uh, Wise King. We're going to probably have you back on for Sons of Man because I know... That, yeah, I know you're itching to do that. We'll continue to do our Wu-Tang series. Um, so shout out to everyone who's been on the show talking about all of Wu-Tang. Sir Love Day, thank you for holding it down. Uh, Kalina from Miami for going through the Wu-Tang list with us, um, for starting this whole thing, and a lot, a lot of other people that are going to be on the show. Saying that, be safe, and we're out. Peace. <laughs>